This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Jesus, just wave your hands to him wherever you are, wave your hands to him, just worship him. There seems to be grace for spirit of supplication in the house tonight. We are just going to pray one prayer. We are going to ask, Lord, help me. We are going to ask for mercy for be specific an aspect of your life where you think there is need for divine intervention. Now look at me, everybody. You know, on Sunday I thought about the fact that there are ways of God and there are acts of God. Psalm 105, verse 1, the Bible said that he made his way known to Moses, verse 17, and his acts to the children of Israel. And it's important that believers must understand the ways of God. Only those who understand his ways will see his acts repeatedly. There are patterns. There are ways. There is a way God is that man is not. There is a way man is that God is not. Our God is the only person that will see a blind man and still be asking him, man, what do I do for you? Jesus saw a man, John chapter 5, at the pool of Bethsaida, who had been there for 38 years. And Jesus looked at the man and said, do you want to be made old? Of course, the answer should have been obvious. But you see, that is one of the ways of God. That somehow, our king, our father, prefers that you ask him, not preempt you. Did you get that? It is in his nature that he responds to acting, not as assumption. He does not assume that a blind man wants to be healed. He will ask the man first. So he said to blind Bartimaeus, what do you want me to do? And I will say, of course that I might receive my sight. He said to the man by the pool, would thou be made old? And the man started his story, sir, I have no man. When the water is stirred, others get in before me. At times, and I'm speaking by the spirit to somebody here and somebody watching. Some people's life can look like a situation whereby somebody else steps ahead of them. That guy said that there is the healing power of God in the water. But the problem is, it happens that every now and then, when the water is stirred and I know that it's my turn to receive a miracle, somebody always goes ahead of me and steps in. And Jesus said, with me, you don't need to struggle to enter the water. For I am the water of life itself. If there is an area in your life that it looks like others step ahead, ahead of you. Braskilo hastende, kariso andrekush lebo. No, it's not yet mercy encounter money, but I'm sensing the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't like going because I believe so much in my nation. 
But you see, when we perceive something in the spirit, we have to speak it. Whether it's something I agree or not. I don't agree with people praying about visa and all those things. But I just received an, a laugh in the spirit right now. Somebody can't just understand why that door will not just open. But you know what? I shall pray tonight. I think this service is just designed for some people. The one that everybody has to pray, Lord have mercy on me. But then be specific because he will ask that, what do you want me to do for you? Where do you need mercy? In five minutes, everybody pray. You can pray like a gentleman, no problem. <laughs> there is the spirit of supplication in the atmosphere tonight. Many of you can feel it. Moments like this don't come every time. Everybody pray. When I say you should pray, pour yourself before God. Not like a gentle person that a cry for mercy is not a gentleman's prayer. You are not discussing with God. You are asking for something. There are prayers of discussion, but not tonight. That's not what we are doing tonight.
Affliction shall not rise again. Let's all rise. I just want us to pray. Just hold one person. And I want us to pray about Saturday. Mercy, I can't. Just one prayer. That the anointing will be in sufficient measure. Lord, move in the fullness of your power and touch everyone that will be here and those watching from afar. Let's pray. Everybody. Amen. Pray. Let the anointing rise to the highest level. Let there be a mighty move of the Spirit of God. Passizo para sendelebos. Jose te que bacachata lavaras. Bruco sondolobosi amanda. Balabasato cobos. Zise te que bacachato cobos. Manito rostelebos anda lavachato cobos. Jose te que bocochata lavarabas. Malabracato soto que bos. Masisi que balabachato cobos. Borobosete que bocoto chalabaras. Mandequete que bocoto setequis. Lugo soto que balabachato cobos. Jose te que balabachato cobos. Mandele bocoto satana. Zusete ke bos, mokoto sete ke balabashatos, mandele mokoto sata lavaraba, mate ke baliko soto ke bos, 
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we give you praise, we worship you. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus, we give you praise. In Jesus' name we are praying. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. A shift has taken place. <laughs> God bless you, choir. Thank you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Can you just welcome somebody briefly to the service? <laughs> hallelujah. Uh, okay, just a few minutes more. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthew 25. Amen. <laughs> How many people really prayed? You really prayed. Now, do you think you've been answered by God? Put your hands together one more time. <laughs> so I want to read verse 31, Matthew 25, 31. The Bible says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him. So he's going to come, holy angels, not evil angels. Hallelujah. God bless you, can have your seat, don't worry. We will uh, read. It's holy angels. But there are, of course, when people use the word angel, there are different angels. So there are holy angels. Those are the ones with God in heaven. Of course, there are evil angels, there are fallen angels. Amen. And there are demons. But that's not where we are going tonight. So where are the fallen angels now? Where are the fallen angels? <laughs> Some people don't want to answer. Where are the fallen angels? <laughs> fallen angels are not on the earth. Demons are on the earth. Demons are different from fallen angels. Fallen angels are under the earth. Amen. Jude chapter 1. Angels that left their former estate. Those are fallen, fallen angels. Are kept in chains in the dark. Resort. Fallen angels are too strong to be on the face of the earth now. They shall come when the trumpet sounds. And those seven years will be chaotic. That's why it will be more terrible actually the last three and a half years done over 2,000 years that human beings have been all, they said the earth is over maybe 10,000 or whatever, I don't know but human beings, at least according to the Bible from Genesis till now is about 6,000 years, so definitely uh, scientists said the earth has existed for millions of years, they are probably correct because 
Adam did not start, was not the first person to live on the face of the earth. Adam was the first man to live on the face of the earth, but he was not the first being. Okay? But <laughs> let's not do too much eschatology. There were just, because there are debates here and there about it, but the fact is that the earth pre-existed Adam, and there were beings on that before Adam came. That was the reason for Genesis 1, 2. Genesis 1, what the Bible says, God in the beginning created heaven and earth. Genesis 1, 2 says the earth was void and full of darkness. Straight away you understand that God will never create something that will be void and full of darkness. He's too perfect for that. So between Genesis 1 and 2, there were millions of something happened. And that was probably when Lucifer was dethroned. So that battle actually created the chaos that covered the face of the earth. And the Holy Spirit in verse 3 began to do a work of intercession. The Spirit of God over, over the face of the earth. And then God said, let there be light. God himself, who is light, would, wouldn't have created something of darkness. So something led to the darkness. It was a judgment from God against Lucifer in the first world before Adam that led to the chaos. Did you get that? Well, these are stuffs in Bible school, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm just telling you that some of this stuff, uh, there are debates here and there, but generally speaking, if you look at the Bible very well, you understand that Adam did not start the world. So what God began to recreate. So when he said, let there be, he was removing what was covering what was there before. Amen. So the account Genesis 1 was, was God. So he created the verse 1, but then they began to recreate. Anyway, I just said that to just say that Jude 1 says, can you give me Jude 1? Maybe verse, uh, verse 6 or so, that angels that kept not their former estates. Because that talks about the fallen angels. Those who fell with Lucifer, those who came. And there were two categories. There were angels that fell because they were lost in after girls or not. Genesis 6. And there were angels that fell with Lucifer, one third. The dragon that drew one third of the stars with his tail. The angel. The Bible said the angels we kept not their first estates, but left their own habitation, he had reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the day, unto the judgment of the great day. So that's what the Bible said they are under darkness. That chamber is under the ground. I've thought about that before. There are about five compartments under the ground. Hell is under the ground, hell is not up. Lake of fire is the one that will come. That's what the Bible says. Death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire. So God is going to carry hell and carry death and throw them to the lake of fire, which is a bigger judgment. Because Satan doesn't get born in, born in hell. In hell is his domain. His headquarters. Hell is under the ground. All scripture in the Bible about hell talks about hell beneath. Hell beneath because hell is under. Does it have a connection with volcanic eruption? We get there one day. But hell is under. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, and then there are different names given. Guiana, bottom. So there is bottomless pit. There is which is pits. There is Tartarus. There is hell. There is Hades. Hades they call it, and there's Guiana. Those are different compartments, and the, the beings in each one are different. So the Bible talks about that these angels are reserved. Those ones are down, 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 down there, and the strongest of them are down, 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 down below. One of them is Apollyon that will be released in the book of Revelation. The Bible talks about that. That four angels will be loose from river Aprotos. God will say, you know what? 
those guys bound there, let them loose. And when they are set loose, oh, I feel sorry for planet Earth. That's why they are bound there, because Christians are still here. Oh, when the saints go marching, oh, when the saints go marching. So, when the trumpet sounds, those guys will come out. Winter is coming. <laughs> Interestingly, I, I did see, my family told me a lot, but I, 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 I can't remember seeing in all of them, Game of Thrones, I can't remember seeing up to 15 minutes, in all. Because for me, too many new, too much new details, but beyond that, I just didn't have interest. But at least I saw that caption. Somehow, on that other side, they also understand some things. When you watch some Hollywood films, you can actually understand certain things about Lucifer. <laughs> they are inspired to act out some things that will soon be happening. Please, don't be on earth that time. It's going to be serious for man. None of you should be around that time. Hallelujah. Amen. That's, that's when all the judgment in the book of Revelation will take place upon the faith. The Bible said that men were looking for death and death was running away from them. The pain was too much that people wanted to die. They went to the mountain and said, fall on us. And mountain said, no, it's not in my place. That's going to happen. Hallelujah. You talk of tribulation now, you haven't seen anything. The Bible says, except the days be shortened, nobody will make it. He said, but for the sake of elect. So before the boiling gets too much, rapture takes place. He that elected must let. Then these guys, the ones in the approaches, the ones in the pits, all of them will come out. The ones in Tartarus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Every perversion on earth, every idol worshipping, every erection of spiritual altar outside God brings demons from the pits to the earth. So there are operations on earth now that are widening the door more and more or more for spirits to come in. I believe personally the number of demons operating in the last days, they are probably more than the one that operated 20, 30 years ago and it's going to continue to increase. As man begin, as governments of nations are passing on godly law and things are happening, these beings are coming more on the face of the earth and madness will multiply. Depression and all those things. Also where there are deep worship, people praying, worship, the potter for angelic visitation is open more and God, God's angels can carry out more business on the face of the earth. More transaction with sons of men. Why did I say all this thing? Sir? <laughs> I wanted to read. Let's go back to what Jesus said. He shall come with his holy angels. But that was not the... Uh, let's read and then I will stop. Uh, we, we are, I just had about five, seven minutes more. Go back to that Matthew 25, please. Verse 31. Matthew 25. Then he shall sit upon the throne of his glory. Verse 32. And before him shall be gathered all nations. 
and shall separate them one from another as a shepherd. The father that I never knew. Divided his sheep from the goats. Pastor the priest. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. So there are sheep and there are goats. Then the king shall say unto them on the right hand, Come ye blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation. Why? For I was an hunger. And he gave me things. I was thirsty. And you gave me I was a stranger. And you took me in. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison. Your touch. Your grace. To me. This is the interesting thing. Many people know about what they are asking God to help them do. But only few people know that God also needs you to help him do something. Do you know he can do it? If people pray, God can supernaturally land a plate of food on your dining table. But God has chosen not to operate that way. He does that once. Some of us have seen some supernatural stuff before. But God doesn't commonly operate like that because he prefers to operate from man to man, woman to woman. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. <laughs> I think I've shared this story before. There was this Christian widow, just herself and her daughter. And they were living in the house of one landlord who used to mock their faith and mock Jesus. I used to say all kinds of things. They woke up one morning and there was no food. And this woman told the daughter, I'm not a lazy woman. We just don't have anything. Let's believe God. And they began to pray. Lord, send us bread. And they were worshipping God. And the landlord was passing. They, he was staying upstairs. There was a window that would pass. He could hear what they were saying. And the window was left open. And when he got there, he stood. And he heard them praying for Jesus, to Jesus to send them bread. And he laughed. And he told his friend, I'm going to trick them. So he drove to somebody selling bread and bought loaves and went to that window and threw it inside. And then the carriage and sat on top of the house and he was laughing. And he told the friend, he said, you know what? The idiots will say that their Jesus gave them bread. When they saw the bread, they began to rejoice. He said, look at idiots. They are just like God gave them. Didn't know I was one that threw the bread inside. Who is the idiot? See, the Bible says that God catches the wise. <laughs> so him, he thought he was catching fun. That he said, "Look at, look at it. This is how they decided. They said, "God, say they will go and share testimony that God gave them bread. They know that I, I gave them bread." But <laughs> when I pray for something, doesn't matter how it comes. Did that idiot just made himself an instrument? The question is, did they eat bread or not? They ate it. You gave them bread. You didn't like Jesus, but you allowed him to use you. <laughs> are you, are you, <laughs> God, 
uses man. So Jesus said, I was hungry. And if you read it, let's continue. Verse 37. Uh, let's just finish. Then the righteous shall answer and say, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered and fed thee or tasty and gave you drink. Next verse. Or a stranger and we took you in or naked and clothed thee. Next verse. Or saw you sick or in prison and came to thee. Then he answered. Next verse. And the king shall say, Verily I say unto even as much as you have done it unto one of the least of this my brethren. Ah. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> this is why you must be very careful what to do with other Christians. I was shocked that when Jesus appeared to Paul, Saul of Tarsus, in chapter 9, he did not say that, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting my people? He didn't say my people. There is an old message on this, on the oneness that a Christian has entered with the Lord. Jesus said that, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Every Christian you are beating, I am the one being beaten. Certain parts in this nation will soon know that. Every Christian you kill, every home you invade, you will pay with generations unborn. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm saying? People don't that God do count blood. He told the Pharisees, he said from the blood of Abel, the first person to be killed in the Bible, to the blood of Zachariah, the last person, last priest, who died between the porch and the altar, it shall be required of this generation. In other words, from Abel to, to Zechariah, I've been counting every prophet slain, every priest killed. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So Jesus didn't say, So why are you persecuting my people? He said, Why are you persecuting me? Here also, Jesus said, If you feed a Christian, I am the one you are feeding. If you bring a Christian to your home, I am the one, the brother without accommodation that you brought in. You did not bring Julius in. You brought Jesus in. Mm. When you come on Sunday and you give out some of your shirts to those who don't have enough, you are not giving Wale your shirts. You are giving Jesus your shirt and he will never forget If there are Christians, if there are Christians, thank you, Jesus, who say they don't understand their ministry, ministry is spelled out clearly in all these things. Can there be greater reward than all these things listed? Maybe apart from soul winning. That is the only thing that supersedes them up. Because there is no greater miracle than eternal life coming to a man. But all these things. So I don't know my calling. This is your calling. I don't know my assignment. This is your assignment. Remember what I said on Sunday. When you are faithful with little. 
the few people you are helping now will soon become, God will soon give you the capacity to help millions. But it begins with helping people diligently. Do you know it is possible every Sunday to actually give something to somebody no matter how small it is? There are people listening to me now. The number of clothes piled up in your house. I have so many shirts also. But the more I give, the more they multiply. I've given up on trying to get rid of them. Because they will multiply. But from time to time, I will just look at my wardrobe, take out 10, and then bring them. I do that every two or three months. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the more you do that, the more it multiplies. But our art is not even on the multiplication. A time comes when you want to hear well done. Can you imagine Jesus saying well done to you? And he said in the book of Revelation, well done is only said to those who have done something well. It's not a greeting. You only hear well done when you have done things well. So the Lord depends on you. Do you know Certain people have not met the Lord because you are quiet. You are the only one. If I thought that they would not listen, if you thought they would not listen, but there is something about you. Everybody's like that. There are some needs only you can meet. And they are all around. I was hungry. So many people are hungry. You know, Jesus did not say that by this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If your tongues are the loudest. He did not say that by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you cast out demons. We are supposed to do that. He didn't say that by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you can quote scripture. We are supposed to know scriptures. But he said that if you love, if you love. You know, I'm praying for a time will come. Communism is trying to do what Jesus, what happened in apostle. It happened by free will, not by compulsion. You can't, you can't, make, you can't force a man to give what he has. It has to be a free will stuff. They went beyond communism in action. The Bible said that there was nobody that lacked. Those who had land sold it and brought the money to church and shared. So nobody lacked. So nobody had 10 billion. Why somebody could not pay school fees? Of course, the church right now has not reached that point. Because when you start also, people will collect from everybody. <laughs> and lying, I say, I don't have. Some go around telling everybody, I don't have. You know, when you preach a message like someone just say, hey, so it becomes a yasty for them to be hunting after those who seem to have something in church. In the early days of our church, somebody woke up to me after so I said, Pastor, you know, my mattress is on the floor. I need bed. I said, my own too is on the floor in the house. Let us both believe God for... <laughs> I said, Madam, it's not like you. We are talking about something serious. Because we're talking about welfare. That Let's help those who are I mean, those who really have needs. Maybe you, you not get mattress. It's just that it's on the floor. That means you have a house where the mattress, you have a room, you have a mattress. It's just that it's on the floor. Don't worry. That is not an issue. Whether you elevate it or you sleep on the floor, you, not, you, you will sleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
I just want to leave you with this charge, everybody here. Begin to reach out to people. Begin to reach out to people in the name of the Lord. Lagos will discourage you. Many Christians are good people inside, but you are always rushing. And sometimes you need to catch yourself and ask yourself a question. Rushing to where? Because traffic in Lagos, everything, and that is one of Satan's tactics. This is why if you have not learned at times to leave your phone behind and go and pray, you have not mastered anything. You cannot do 30 minutes without looking at your phone. Has it become your God? And from the time you have been checking, you are still broke. You can't do 15 minutes without looking at your phone. But there was a time you did not have a phone. There's that nobody had GSM in Nigeria and we did not die. Now, times I try to remember how people survived those days. When you travel to Kano to go and check your uncle to get it, the uncle just left yesterday to go to Lagos. <laughs> but there was no way of calling. But the people survived. Technology is good when it does not control you. But Lagos has a way of hitting you gas both. As you are finished something, you are thinking about something. And when that happens, you don't have time to reflect over life. And think about the fact that, who can I be a blessing to? Lord, why am I here? What can I do for somebody? You can concentrate so much on what you don't have that you want to have. That you forget everything you have. And you have so many things. So many things. In our times... When people sit down with me and we are talking, you are led to pray for them. But at times you are led to say some things. You must be a servant of God that can be hard. Imagine being led to tell a woman, 35, not married. What of if you are not married? Will you not marry right now hinder your joy? And for the first time she thought about it. So you mean you are going to enter depression if you don't get married? You have a good job. She brought a flashy car, everything. So everything you have does not make sense to you because of one thing you don't have. I trust God that you will have that one thing. But supposing you don't, does that mean the end of your life? Go to archives all over the world. See books written by people who never had a child, never married, blessing humanity. Are you going to stop your life? This is a very tough question. Because of something that you want that you don't yet get have, you lose your joy, lose everything everything. Whereas when you think very well about life, you see those who never had those things, yet they made the best out of their life. That guy that goes around preaching, who doesn't have arms and legs? What of if he entered depression? Now I see the beautiful wife he has and the children. I saw him swimming in the pool the other time. I believe at one time I must have believed God for healing, but it just did not happen. Will everybody receive that kind of miracle of hand growing? Probably not everybody. So what is the next thing if it does not happen? Many people have never noticed. Probably Daniel was castrated. It was an Enoch. If he folded his hand, he was taken in Babylon. Ah, so I know we'll get why. What is going on for the rest of his life? Now we'll read about Daniel. It is past and we shall see him in heaven. It's a problem when you let what you don't have dominate your thinking and bring you down. Whereas... Other aspects of your life are very fruitful, but you shut it down because of one thing. 
that you don't have. And you know what? If that one thing comes eventually, you would have wasted years in mourning and depression for nothing. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, there will be a time that you will look up and say, though the free tree do not blossom, ayah, though the labor of only my fail, something must have led that guy there. Maybe he planted fig tree. Year one, nothing happened. Year two, he was beginning to enter the process. He just looked at the farm one day and said, you know what? If you don't blossom, my praise is intact. I'm going to dance and praise him. I will enjoy life. The fact that I don't have this thing does not mean that they are going to a restaurant and I will say, I'm not going. Not go where? Because staying at home does not give you what you want anyway. But you don't know. Somebody is listening to me. Say, I've seen this. I pray, I, I desire, I sympathize with that something will happen to you. Or you see, I see people. Secondary school group is having a reunion. Why she's not going? She said, secondary school 20 years ago, others have children. She doesn't have, others are married. She's not married, so she's not going. Yes, there is a pain. But should that stop you? There are things that should make you happy. You don't want to go. So what is doing when your cousin, you don't want to say, they will ask her, that, where, is she, where is her chances? She got married. That is none of their business. And if they ask you, they're only making a statement to God. In fact, you should like them to ask because they are reminding God something. I'm not going. Why? Ah, no, no. All this wise. All this, amen. Good people don't even think like that anyway. Because the ones who have children did not bring it out by their power or their might. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is someone blessed tonight? I've been thinking about shape. And I've been talking about it. I'm going to continue on Sunday. All of you that have heard me tonight, there is, I feel a very strong anointing in the atmosphere tonight. But it's not for praying for people. Sometimes the anointing is to give an instruction. Everybody here, when this meeting ends, this is the beginning. Don't forget, when this service ends, before you sleep tonight, read that Matthew 25 from 31 again. Cycle one aspect there and say that apart from everything I do, I'm going to build a ministry around this. Yes. Maybe I'm going to be practicing giving clothes to people. It might be a 2,000, 3,000 clothes that I can start with. One or two people don't have. Form a community in this church that is helping society with clothing. Your input there might just be one, two thousand shirts per month. But a time comes, maybe God will give you a clothing line. I saw on Sunday after side people have started discussing, they form a group on the food projects. And when they told me the number of people that they want to feed, they have a couple of millions that they want to feed. I said that number is too small that I am going to add to social amount so you can multiply, you can increase the number. I said because if this whole church is feeding people, it shouldn't just be a few hundreds, but we should feed more people. 
And I said, I don't know the admin. I'm not part of it. I don't know. You guys who are the ones. My own is I will give you what I have. Add what you have. Do whatever you want to do. Because it's not my, I, I don't, my own is to say, your own is to, my part is just to contribute. If it's to preach at some other things, maybe I will. Just look at that area. Who are the people in prison that nobody's visiting? Can you start? I've told you, send it to all these pastors. Can I have other brethren join me to visit people in prison? They will. And afterward, you guys can begin to take food to them. It's a tragedy if we leave this world. See, those who have lived like this, they have nothing to worry about. I was shocked. Briefly on my phone, I saw the video of one of the uh, best drivers in this uh, motor GP, this uh, car racing in America. Beautiful young girl. She shocked me what she said on TBN. That death, I'm not afraid. They said they answered that because she has had an accident a few times. They showed the prayer she wrote in her car. One of the first best drivers. And one of the richest. is I do this to meet people's need and to be a blessing to the kingdom force and to people. And they said, you know what? What counts at the end of the day is the lives we have affected, not how long we have spent on earth. He says, when I step in that car, there's no fear at all. Not one. Those who are always afraid of this, who are fully in fear perpetually, are those who have not done anything for God. There comes a time you say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. It's, um, it's, not, it's not a call for premature death. None of us is dying. Your God will keep us till old age in Jesus' name. But I'm just saying that let your, lives be, let your life be filled with blessings that you are to people. Like Job, eye to the blind. And it is sweet when you find three, four other people like that and you build a community around it. Because when you become like six, ideas will be flying. Okay, can we start from secondary school? Can we begin somewhere in secondary school when they want to resume? Can we just get some, some of their uniform? Can we find out from their school teachers, the ones who don't have money? If you bring 5K and I bring 7K, I put it here, can we just start? Even if it's two kids, we can pay their school fees now. That too will soon become 200. We don't climb a ladder from the top. What the Lord does not want is for you to say, I can't do anything because your widow's might plus someone else's widow's might can build a mighty mansion for God. This is why we must not work alone. You must begin to look for others who want to do what you want to do. So when you get home, I read that portion again. Which one stays with me? Is it the accommodation? Is it the feeding? Is it the clothing? Is it the visitation in the hospital? Do you know that in this regard, Jesus did not even say that you healed me. He said, I was sick, you, you visited me. So there is a part of those who pray for the sick. There is also part of those who visit. Yeah. Who carry bomb vita to them? Even though I don't like it, I prefer you bring the bomb vita when I am well. Why are you taunting people? Of course, I know human beings are trying to show compassion. One day when you are went to visit a guy and you said, you were sick all over the table. Even a little temptation called those of us who were well. Ah, they said all those drinks, apple, and then they brought three types of rice, offered that, ah, and the guy couldn't eat them. I know the way it is with the seed, they'll be begging the person, oh yeah, I just one spoon. <laughs> and you with appetite, nobody's bringing food to you. Are <laughs> you hungry? Won't I pretend to be sick now? So they can bring you all these things. <laughs> Life is wonderful. 
<laughs> and when it's well, that is the end. They are not bringing those things again. Why are human beings like this? <laughs> Why do they say good things about a person when he's dead and he cannot hear what they are saying? So they come to the person's grave and everybody begins to talk. Ah, I know Mr. McLean. Ah, he was such a nice man. And then they mention he met me in 1985. Ah, he's such a... Ah, he used to be my neighbor, gentleman. But when he was alive, you never told him, sir, that you are a gentleman. Why don't you say it to people when they were, when they were appreciated? Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. In human beings, we are interesting. We are, we are wonderful. If you appreciate anything about somebody right now, please let them know now that they are alive. Amen. Yes. If you want to be kind to somebody, be kind when he has appetites. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's rise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be the name. I have given two instructions during the message. Number one, read that passage again. Matthew 25, 31. Write it down. Matthew 25, 31. If you are 25 years old, you will not forget. And if you are 31 years old, you will not forget. Matthew 25, 31. Amen. Read it from 31 to 34 or 35 or 40 or thereabout. Just read those seven verses. You will get a lot from them. And then plan something towards it that, dear Lord Jesus, I believe that I'm going to be doing this. Amen. I'm looking forward to doing something second half of the year. Second half of the year starts next Friday, right? That's July 1st. I'm actually thinking that 11.30 or 11.45 on Thursday to 12.15, I want to do a Zoom prayer with everybody. I just want us to worship and pray together as the first thing we do as the second half of the year starts. So it's going to be a 30 minutes to midnight. We start quarter to 12. Once it's 12, we worship and pray. Or we start 11.30 and pray for 30 minutes. Once it's 12, we begin to make declarations about the second half of the year prophetically. Choir will join me. So it will be a live broadcast. Are you ready? Don't sleep off. <laughs> you know. <laughs> when I was very, very young. When I was younger, I'm still very young. When I was younger than this. I said Yoruba movie. The man went to make jazz for money. And all over his area, they've been saying that, see, the IAs are doing you. Because he was always having problems. Finally, he found the native doctor who will help him make money just, And they told him that the demon will bring what will lead to his wealth by 1 a.m. And that he must not sleep. And the man told him that if the demon appears, try to give you that thing, and the meter as it will vanish, your poverty will now enter another face. <laughs> when the demon came, the guy was snoring. <laughs> In the morning, the lady said, Now I know. They, they are really doing you. <laughs> now, even me, I can't help. <laughs> he said, Your case is beyond remedy. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm asking everybody, <laughs> we will stay awake just till 12 15. From 11.30. Is that okay? 
It's going to be a very powerful time of prayer and prophetic declaration just to step into the, the uh, second half of the year like that. Father, we thank you for your word. We walk in the reality of the truth of your word. Lord, help everyone under the sound of my voice, both those who are here and those who are watching. As they study that place tonight, reveal to them what you want us to do. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's give our offering. The second story I saw, you can give. The account on the screen, if you are doing a transfer, please project the account. I don't want to sing. Okay. <laughs> I want to know we forgive me after the service, but not lying at We're supposed to lay the praise. It's Wally. Uh, his son is not a problem. He's a man. My envelopes, I will transfer. I, I don't, I transfer. I don't use them. Thank you. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Um, I saw. It's a beautiful thing when you just know that God counts on you and you can do something. God counts on you. I will reserve. So, anyway. I just saw on a turning point this morning in America. The woman, as if her husband started a business, so she works for the husband. They started and they became so rich. She did not even have credit card because everything depended on the man. And the man just came in one day and told her that he was done with the marriage. As in, he told her to leave the house. No fight before. He just said, you know what? I'm tired of this marriage. I want a divorce and I wanted to leave the house now. She nearly entered depression. But she said that she began to try to do marketing, which was too uh, much for her age. She was already in her 50s then. But she began, said any little cover, she will give 10%. I feel sorry for those who speak against Titan. By the time TBA was in, intervening her, she's a multimillionaire, a blessing to people. She said she made up her mind. I was, I was at my wit end, nothing happening. He said, but God forced, even under the barrel. Don't you think God will lift people like that? Very speedily. When you start thinking about doing something, about 10, 11 years ago, or 15 years ago, I don't think I was married that many years ago, my friend, Jide, and he might be watching Adewale, he's in Lagos, he's in, he's in microfinance bank, he said he wanted to do his birthday, on the 31st was birthday, in a motherless baby's home in Abiyokuta, and he invited home and preached. And we got there, we played with those children, we carried it. They were happy. We brought rice and we brought instruments and making noise. Now, the woman that was there was a white woman, a dentist, Mrs. Badru, Ogu State. She might be earning now. She came to Nigeria as a dentist. She went to visit the orphanage one day and she saw the terrible state those kids were. She cried and went to see the wife of the governor then, Oshoba. Being a white woman, they allowed that. She stood at the gate of the state house. I have to see the governor's wife. She said, Madam, I'm not here to ask for anything. She said, Can you follow me? And took the governor's wife to that place. When the governor's wife saw the she started crying also. No, the problem with the rule in Nigeria, the rulers in Nigeria, they are detached on what is going on. When she saw the state, she said, Wow. She decided the governor's wife to buy everything needed that place. And the woman said, You know what? Even though I'm a dentist, for free, I offer to be the matron here. So one day, I was led to go there. 
and to give. We are believers. We don't use wrong words. But you see, even though we are people of the Spirit, at times, the Holy Spirit can come in a hard way. The word can come. I gave so much. As I was living, I just felt like the spirit of judgment. I turned to the woman there and said, that if any one of you, if you take any of the things I gave to this kid, to so your house, as your personal use, your children, it will be on them. You are going, they are going to be, you are going to turn them to orphans. I said, please, don't do it. And you know me, very unlike me, I don't, you can't hear me on public cursing or anything like that. I, we don't do that here. But that word just came. That one day, that what you gave to these kids, if they take it, or that was what they were doing. That it will be on their children. You turn them to orphans. They, they, they shiver. I said, use everything I brought. They make the toothpaste, the soap, use everything here. And I said, how many of you are here? So I gave them money. This is your own money. But please, leave this thing for these kids. Don't take it home. Some of them will leave those children there. Do you know when you don't let a child walk? They might never know how to walk. So they showed me a boy. And he was jumping like a monkey on everybody. I could not wait. He was just crawling. So I carried the boy and I prayed. Nothing happened. I put the boy down. That was a loan I went. It was about six months after that that my friend wanted to do that name. That, that birthday. He told me, I didn't know. I did, I did as, as if I didn't know. It happened I was a preacher that day. Now, as I was speaking, and as, this woman was not even born again, the white woman. She just got up and she was so happy that, oh, you guys are Christian. That, well, I'm, I'm, I'm joy. I don't go to church once in a while. He said, but then she just said that, you know what? A young man came here one time, said, some months ago, and he called the boy and said, this boy could not walk then. He said, that guy, pray for this boy. And he said, about a week after he left, the boy started walking. Do you know, God is awesome. As she finished, she just kept looking at me. All the while, she didn't know. She said, hey, hey, hey. Why are you the one that came? I mentioned her name because you can verify. She's not able to talk to me. I said, white woman. So white woman, I said, it's like you look like the person. And I said, yes, ma. She said, wow. And I looked at that boy. Now going to school, everything. She now told me what happened. He said, Ma, he said, sir, they will leave those kids on the court. The women will go and play, just lock them in. So the, the ones that were brought in as babies never try to walk because they will lock them inside the courts. And they will just put some food in their mouth and they will leave them there. See, this, on that day, because we let the woman and she confess Jesus as Lord, the reward she will receive might be more than that of an evangelist that is popular. Because she's helping Jesus to take care of those kids. Take care of those kids. Do you know how many of them are everywhere all over the world? Some of them ask a question, is there God at all? There is a level you are that you are so neglected that you begin to wonder. When people like that break into society, they become adding criminals. They don't mind shooting anybody and going to jail. They've been living in jail all their life. Hallelujah. And sincerely speaking, saints are the ones who can do this. We are the ones who can do this. Go and do something about this. Locate orphanages that are the closest to this church. Come and tell us. 
Let's see what we can do. Deb, are you prepared to visit them regularly? This is what we are talking about. If you go to the midst of the people they call area boys, any little act of kindness, we know that those boys, they have conscience. So at times you can trust them with your car more than our law, you can. If they tell you their own is on agreement, Alaye, I remember this Aleko one time like that, that and I won't kill, nothing will happen to your car. You know, for experience, they worship constantly, they use them. Your mirror will not miss. My friend bought a brand new Passat some years back, very expensive car, and was coming from the island around Bagada, and the car just broke down there. And he saw this guy taking marijuana on the road. He said it was just inspired to go and meet him. I said, like, look, this is already up to 11 in the night. I have to leave this guy overnight. It's where there's a brand new car. He said, I don't know what. He said, just help me. He said, no problem. He said, when you come in the morning, you give me 5K. The guy said, no problem. The guy wanted to say, no, don't give me now. That's when you come. He said, he said, he said you will meet me here. When my friend got there in the morning, the guy sat on the bonnet, taking his stuff. He was on the bonnet. Faithfulness. <laughs> and he asked him, should I help you get a mechanic? He was one that got him a mechanic. And he gave him the fact. Where you have trouble is now to now start saying, you want to negotiate that price now that he's done the job. But just give him the 5000 you are fine. Yeah, like that. The former venue, they came in, you know, they saw money lay when we were erecting the tents. And I, I said, come, about 50 of them came. And he said, that, ah, because some people working there, labor, they all ran away. Somebody said, I should go. So I said, me, security, no. We just got there. I said, okay, so, and one of them said, ah, I said, you are a pastor. Now, Pastor Lulu, we are not here for trouble. Now, you see that we didn't beat anybody. That we are just sitting there waiting for you. That they said it's a choice. I said, so, nothing. I said, so, he said, ah, Pastor, ah, this is a big building, it's a tent. One, one said you have to give us uh, 500,000. The first said one million. They brought the kings uh, of Pash or whatever. I said, but you said it's up to me to determine their man. I said, you know what, you know what, I'm going to give you guys 100K. And they talked, talked, talked. They said, okay, no problem. When I gave them, they gave me the ID card. They said, if anybody comes here, the pastor call us. And one day in the night, they were just passing. Security were trying to stop them. He said, before you came, I want more pastor. Go to David by. And they just can't say, ah, pastor, how are you? I said, I'm fine, you know. They said, any problem? <laughs> said, there's no problem. He said, God bless you, pastor. And I, I said, these people are wonderful. <laughs> I said, what is your name? He said, Lekumefa. That is six tigers. Awesome people. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. Hallelujah. God bless you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Nothing missing. Shalom. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now, if you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. 
I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.